Sports, Politics, Life, 360 Document Solutions presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues online at 360documentsolutions.com. We have decided we're going to have a great weekend, and we encourage you to do the same thing with us. Now, I cannot promise that I'll be shutting down all my screens and checking out completely this weekend, but what a maddening week for the elections in the United States as everything seemingly hangs in the balance in Nevada, Arizona. We don't know who the senator is going to be from Alaska yet, but we know it's going to be a Republican, maybe a watered-down one, maybe a conservative one. I think Murkowski will probably win there. And then the runoff in Georgia. So this continues. The House of Representatives had not been determined at the taping of this podcast, and this is Friday morning. And it's so ridiculous, I just have decided I'm not, I'm, I've been so, my eyeballs are popping out. I've been following everything. I've been scrolling through screens. I've had my tablet out. I've been on my desktop. I've been watching cable news. I've been just watching everything. Because I love this stuff, and I know that it matters, but I'm checking out for a while. I, I got to take a little bit of a break, and we have decided. I made this decision yesterday when I heard. I, I've not heard it yet with my own ears, but I read a story that a Kansas City radio station has already flipped to Christmas music. And I said, you know what? That just that kind of reset everything. Last week, I mentioned to you we have a new home. A guy came and, and did a wonderful job putting lights on our home, and we turned them on for about a minute to take a look at them. And we haven't turned them on since then because it just seems too early. Some neighbors down the street have their Christmas lights on. We got Christmas music on the radio. We're thinking about turning the lights on this weekend. We're planning Thanksgiving in less than two weeks now at our home for the very first time. My son's coming up from Austin. So there's a lot of things on my mind that can get my mind off these elections. But I will tell you, since you come here for this sort of thing, I am still optimistic. I think we got a great, great chance of leading the Senate. I think we're going to win the House. NBC is projecting 222 to 213 for the for the Republicans in the House of Representatives. If that's what NBC is projecting, you can bet that it'll be a couple more than that. Right now, the GOP is up 19. So that would narrow the 19-seat lead down to nine, according to NBC. And absolutely could happen. So we've seen some really, really good things happen here. We've seen exit Data show that young Hispanic voters have shifted 18% toward Republicans. Young black voters have moved up and and shifted another 21% toward Republicans. We have a 6 million vote lead in House voting. You can just sit back and say none of this makes sense unless every close race seems to be going to the Democrats. Every close race that a Republican leads that takes days and days and days doesn't seem to materialize. If the Republican is leading, they seem to lose it. If the Republican is trailing, there seems to be no momentum. None of this adds up. None of it makes sense. We've been here before. It's the same thing. Arizona is sitting on a powder keg because there is a tranche of 400,000 votes that is almost exclusively day of votes that have yet to even be cracked open. I mentioned to you on an earlier podcast, Spencer dropped his off in Phoenix on Tuesday, and it is sitting in an envelope somewhere and has not been opened. They have said this publicly. Everything that was dropped off on Tuesday has not been opened. It is reasonable to believe those are 65% Republican, maybe more. So, I mean, we, we know where Arizona's headed. They're playing games there. They refuse to open those ballots. They're working on ones that are, like, still coming in from early voting through the mail, different precincts that they know are Democrat. They wanted to get this thing to the weekend, folks, and... Over the weekend, the Republicans will win the House. Over the weekend, there is a very real chance Republicans win the Senate. 
And if and when that happens, they just want to bury the news. Biden will be out of the country. He won't have to comment. There'll be nothing. That's all they're doing here. It feels like one giant delay. Now, if it's worse than that, that's even worse. If it's one giant scam, we have a huge problem on our hands. But it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. And I'm taking a break, at least for a few hours on Friday, maybe into the weekend. There could be a podcast this weekend if this thing falls, if something dramatic happens, if something other than the GOP winning the House or taking into advantage and getting the lead in the Senate. We'll probably line up and do something this weekend as far as another podcast is concerned. But as, as far as staying positive, that's where I'm going here today. We're just, we're just going to go positive with this podcast. We're going to do a lot of sports a little bit later. We'll have Lee Sterling with us for our football selections as well. But I, I just, I think I'm turning the Christmas lights on. Maybe Sunday, maybe Saturday night we'll do it. Maybe Sunday night we'll do it. It seems like maybe we should do this. We've got the lights for the first time in a couple, three years we've had Christmas lights. So this is kind of a thing. The, the, old, the ones at our old house broke. They were the glass bulbs. We had an older dog, and there was glass on the ground. These new lights are great. LED, plastic, don't break. This is fantastic. Dude comes and sets them up, stores them. This is going to be great. Kind of excited. Jessica's bought all this new Christmas stuff. We got a new tree. We're going to put it up before Thanksgiving so we can take some family pictures in front of it. In the new house, we're going to create memories. We're going to create memories. We're going to... Get some awesome pictures. Wish Spencer and Courtney could make it, but my other kids will be here. My mom, Jessica's parents. It's going to be great. Looking forward to all that. We're just feeling good. I'm not going to let this mayhem of this week bring us down. It is not going to happen. I want to uh, start by talking about another positive thing that's out there for all of us to use, and that is the KK list. We debuted this a couple of weeks ago, and many of you have been there, hundreds of you have been there, and the cool part about the KK list is if you go there, you know you can trust the business. You know you're doing business with somebody that's been vetted. We have uh, an awful lot in common, very similar people, like-minded. I know you want to do business with people like that. I know I want to do business with people like that. It started by me wanting to create a, a, one website for all of the sponsors. So people say, you know, what is the name of the garage floor company again? Well, you can always go to the KK list. It's there, thekklist.com. So it's a resource for you to know who's in on this podcast, who's in on what we believe, who's in on our way of life, and do business with them when it's time to do business. And that's a totally your choice. So hundreds of you have been there. That's great. We love that. And we are welcoming in new businesses to join the list that will not be podcast sponsors. And I've told every one of them we'll mention their companies one time when they join the list on the podcast to welcome them. And we've got a couple today that have joined the KK list. We're thrilled to announce Hepler & Associates is part of the KK list. Jay Hepler and my wife have known each other for a long time. He's a big fan of the podcast. They were the second best team. Jay and his partner were the second best team in the cornhole tournament that we had. Now, they didn't finish second, but they were the second best team. They got bounced by the best team, I think, in the Elite Eight, in the round of eight, but they were the second best cornhole team. Jay's a great guy. Okay, they do employee benefits solutions. And every Crooked Tail is two people. Crooked Tail Media is our company at KKHI. It's me and Jessica. We're both uh, partners and we're both employees. And so we didn't know where to turn for health insurance. And so we called Jay and he set it up. He set up a company health insurance plan for two of us. Now he can set it up for 200 of you or 2,000 of you, but who sets it up for two people? That's Jay Hepler at Hepler & Associates. We appreciate everything he does. He's a longtime friend. He does everything for us. 
They can do group health. Bid it out today and see if you can save some money. Life insurance, worksite, defined contributions. You got nothing to lose getting a quote online at heplerandassociates.com or just call Jay personally and say, we want to get a quote and see if we can save some money with our company here, with our group insurance. 913-789-7611. Hepler, H-E-P-L-E-R, heplerandassociates.com, employee benefit solutions. And then we've got a guy, Corey, who contacted us, and he's got a really unique business. And I don't know how this all plays out with a lot of you because it certainly it, it doesn't apply to my business. It may or may not apply to your business, but if it does apply to your business, it's really important. The company is called 3E, as in uh, Eric, 3E Safety Services. And they're online at 3esafety.com. They're safety consultants most of the time on job sites. Full protection inspections. They're the leading safety professionals anywhere in Kansas City. They work with contractors. They have crews that go out to your business, make sure that you operate safely, whether it's a shop where there's machinery running, whether it's a construction crew. They also do new employee orientation for you so you don't have to. You hire new employees for your work site and you want it to be safe. You want to be within OSHA regulations and have employee safety. 3esafety.com. This is a big deal, especially in warehousing. You know, warehousing is such a big deal now. So many things in a warehouse and all the forklifts and machinery and conveyors and all the things going on. You want to be safe and you want to be compliant. 3esafety.com is where to go. Corey has sent me a lengthy description of what they do. He does a lot of, he works with companies as small as 10 employees to multi-billion dollar companies like Hendrick. They're, they're motorsports, their facilities in North Carolina. They travel there. They go to all their sites. They work in NASCAR. I mean, these guys are onto everything. 3esafety.com. It's really cool. And what they do is they work month to month. Most companies like this want you to sign a two or three-year contract. Corey's philosophy is we want to earn your business every single month. We want to have to go do a good job every month so you bring us back for another month. What struck me about this is this is the way we do it at Crooked Tail. I don't have a single contract with any one of the sponsors on this podcast. I've told every one of them it's a handshake deal. And maybe this is the conservative way. I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of contracts. Okay, so there's no product exchanging hands here with me in the, you know, I'm not, I'm not out. If, if I'm selling a $100,000 worth of motorcycles, for example, to somebody, and then, you know, I have to have a contract on that. Because if it goes under, they've got the motorcycles and I've lost. Advertising is a little different. It's, it's relatively easy for me to say, I'll do the advertising if you like the way it's going after a month expires, I'll invoice you. And if you pay it, great. If you want to quit, you can quit anytime you want. And that's the way Jessica and I like doing business. And it's the way Corey does business at 3E Safety. And that's amazing because, you know, safety on the job is so, so important. If you have a company where you're concerned about safety, where maybe you have a different company that has locked you into some long-term deal, give 3E a chance. Go to 3esafety.com. Make sure your, your workplace is compliant with OSHA regulations and safe. They've never lost a contract to anyone unless the company had was sold. The only contracts they've ever lost were companies they were working with that sold to a new owner. That's the only ones they've ever lost. And they work month to month. That's unbelievable. 3esafety.com. Welcome aboard. 3E Safety and Hepler and Associates. They're both on the KK list. You won't be hearing about them on the podcast. They are what we call list advertisers. If you'd like to become a KK list advertiser, it's very affordable. You can get right in, get on the list. You get the mention on the podcast, and then you're on the list. When people go to the list, they're looking to buy. They're looking to purchase 
or get services. So uh, give us a shout. Just go to thekklist.com, click on join the list, and there's an email to fill out there. It goes right to Jessica, and she can give you all the information. I got texts and emails from so many of you on Thursday about the Kansas School Board recommending that every school in Kansas get rid of any Native American mascots. Again, it was a recommendation. It's not a law. People didn't vote on it. School boards will have to decide locally. The Kansas State School Board did this. Uh, Interestingly, and I I don't know enough about the inner workings here. What was interesting to me was they did it the day after the board swung conservative. Okay? The red wave, the Kansas School Board got a red wave. (laughs) The state of Kansas school board got a red wave on Tuesday. It was massive. So that board's flipping. And these things aren't, you know, the new board is going to be more concerned about keeping your child in school and educating them properly as opposed to what the mascot is of the high school they may attend one day. There are bigger and more important things. We can have this discussion anytime we want. We've been through it before with my high school, Shawnee Mission North, as this area of, of where I grew up is turning so liberal. And every time I come to this, the, the only thing I think of is the state of Kansas was named after Indians. We're going to change that. Should we change the name of the state of Kansas? Should we change the name of Shawnee Mission Parkway? The Shawnee Indian Mission was one of the more racist things that's happened in American history. Can we wipe all that out? Why is it that they go after easy things like mascots? Why can't they take a stand and say, here's the deal. What liberals really want to do They apparently want to wipe out all history and tradition of all Native people. And they just want to level the playing field and say everybody's the same. So we don't even respect your history and tradition. We can't, you shouldn't be able to keep the name Kansas on our state. You shouldn't be able to keep Shawnee Mission on Shawnee Mission Parkway. The high school was Shawnee Mission North, for God's sake. They took Indians away, but they kept Shawnee. (laughs) I mean... Are you kidding? I got to go to a Shawnee Mission school board meeting. I got to go. I got to go some night. And, and just get my two minutes and just let them have it. I mean, how idiotic is that? We're taking Indian that. The, they were the Shawnee Indians. <laughs> we're taking Indian down, but we're keeping Shawnee. It's, it's remarkable. This stuff is just so out of control, stupid. Are the Chiefs next? And at any point, is anybody going to press Sharice Davids in Kansas District 3 if the Chiefs should change their name? Let's do that. Whoever runs next time in two years, let's make the Chiefs name the biggest story in the campaign in District 3. Let's do that. Let's make it about the Sharice Davids is going to force the Chiefs to change their name. Let's make the congressional seat race about that. I'm all on board with that. Completely and utterly on board with that. (sighs) Okay, we mentioned NBC's projecting the 222 for the House. I think it'll be a little bit more than that. 224 to 211 maybe, 15-point gap. Would be nice for Republicans. I think 5149 is coming in some form for the Republicans in the Senate. You know, what they don't say, I'm amazed at the newscasters, if you watch TV and read the stories, they show that the Republicans are up one. This is a tie ball game. There's three states left. Each party needs to win two of the three. This thing is tied. I mean, that's the sportscaster in me. This is very easy, but I watched. I was watching CNN a little bit last night. John King was on there going through the board, and he must have taken. It was so frustrating as a broadcaster to watch him. It must have taken him two minutes to try to explain that 
if this one goes and this one goes, well, you can see that the Democrats are in charge because that gets them to 50. And, and now let's switch it around and go this way and this way. And if they win those, you can see that the Republicans are in charge because that's 51. But remember, 50 is all the Democrats need. This is a simple thing to explain. It's 49 to 48. The damn thing is tied. It's tied. There's three left. Winner take all. Either the Republicans or the Democrats are going to win two of these three states. Whoever wins two or three controls the Senate. That's it. What? Why? And why is there so much Georgia coverage? That's a month off. I don't want to see any more live reports from Georgia. I'm done with Georgia for now. Forget about it. I don't care. They're counting votes in Nevada and Arizona. We don't get reports out there. They just keep going to Georgia. I don't care about Georgia. It's four weeks away. We got it. There's a runoff. Let us know when that happens. We'll follow it. It'll be great. Fantastic. Doesn't matter. Nothing's coming this weekend on that. But theoretically, one of the parties could win Nevada and Arizona this weekend in the Senate race and the Senate flips. That's possible. Laxalt continues to lead in Nevada. And they believe a massive red count is coming in Arizona from the votes that were dropped off on Election Day. But there's no guarantees there. Kerry Lake is very close at governor, but Blake Masters is significantly back. He's 100,000 votes back in the Senate race. So if there's 600,000 votes out there, you can run the math on that. He needs to win uh, 350 to 250 in those to gain up the 100,000 spots. 360 to 240 would be better. That's what he's looking at. So that's where we are. On to football. Chiefs and Jaguars Sunday at noon. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm hearing the Chiefs say this might be harder than playing the Titans, and I don't get it. I don't get it. The Titans are a tried and true, tough, tough team that has a winning record every year, perennial playoff team. They're going to win their division, I would be shocked if they don't win their division. Jaguars are still rebuilding. Doug Peterson's in his first year there. They're trying to redo everything. Jaguars have pieces. You don't, you don't draft as high as the Jaguars have and not have good players. They have good players. They just haven't arrived yet. Look, anybody in the NFL can beat anybody. We talked about this on our patron podcast on Thursday with Danny Klinkscale. We do Between the Lines 2.0, and we were talking about this game. that any, We saw the Jets take down the Bills last week. The Jets are better than the Jaguars, but... Point well taken. The Colts have fired their coach, first team to fire their coach. They beat the Chiefs, who may be the Super Bowl champs. So we may be looking at the team that considers itself in the worst shape, beating the team in the best shape. So anything's possible in this league. What concerns me most about this, and we'll break the game down a little bit more with Lee Sterling in a few minutes. What concerns me most and what I really want to see is I want to see the Chiefs play better at home. I'm sick of this. And I know the, the playing field is leveled in the NFL. That The home advantage is not what it once was. It doesn't matter as much as it used to. It does not exist. It's not real. And the Chiefs are not a great home team. They've had four straight AFC title games at home, and they're two and two. That is not great, folks. We know that's not great. The Chiefs' biggest wins this year were what? The biggest beatdowns were at Arizona and at Tampa. Their best half of the season, or or more than 30-minute stretch, longer than that, best 38 or 40-minute stretch at San Francisco? Why? Why is their best football on the road? I don't understand it. I'm looking for a sign that this team comes out to play at Arrowhead with the same sort of focus they have on the road, where they go on the road, they get together, uh, they're around each other nonstop for 24 hours before kickoff, 
They're focused. There are no distractions. You're thinking how hard it's going to be. It's a road game. We've got to keep our P's and Q's. We got to, and I've this happens with football teams now. And they get out on the road and they just play more focused. It seems to me like the Chiefs take the field an awful lot of times at Arrowhead where they just think they're going to win. And if they get down, they're like, no big deal. We'll just come back and win. And they've done it. They did it against the Raiders. They did it against the Titans. I'm sick of it. Go get a lead. Pound somebody at Arrowhead, please. And how about we start with the Jacksonville Jaguars? Kansas State's at Baylor. I wouldn't bet a nickel on Kansas State to win this game if Adrian Martinez starts. But you don't know who's playing at quarterback for K-State, so we just don't know. Baylor's getting better. They've gotten better as the season's gone on. Um, You may recall that Baylor won the Big 12 last year. Punched out Oklahoma in the last week of the season. Went and won the title game. Their coach, Dave Aranda, knows what he's doing. They've got great athletes. This is a sellout at Baylor. A lot of tough things here for Kansas State. I can't make any informed opinion on this game because I don't know who's playing quarterback for Kansas State. I'll tell you this. If it's Adrian Martinez, I give him about a 5% chance of winning. That's it. That's my. That's, that's me. I give K-State a 5% chance of winning if Adrian Martinez starts this football game and plays this football game. What's on the table for Kansas State is what they botched last week and blew for their opportunity to get the Big 12 title game. In all likelihood, they could flip that with a win. Now, I don't expect them to win, but they're only a two-point underdog, which is shocking to me. If Kansas State won this game, they've flipped it again, and now they're back to where they're probably going to make it into the title game. They just need a loss from Texas, and, and at some point, and they're good. And that absolutely can and probably will happen. TCU and Texas playing the biggest game in the Big 12. Texas is a favorite in that game. TCU is undefeated. We'll see how it goes down. Kansas State has lost the tiebreakers. They've lost to both those teams, and that's probably their season. They lose to Baylor. That is it. Kansas State lose to Baylor. There's no Big 12 title game. That's out. But they could save their chance by beating Baylor. No guarantee. They don't control it. No guarantee. But they absolutely could make it in if they beat Baylor. But I don't see him beating Baylor because I think he's playing Adrian Martinez. And then I think they'll botch some clock management. And I just don't. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Just down. Just down on it. Down on that. But I, it's not going to ruin my weekend. Already told you. Can have a great weekend. KU's at Texas Tech. This one's on ESPN+. Plus. You're going to have to have the subscription to watch this one, which is a shame because it should be a really good, interesting game. These are fairly similar teams. Kansas has been unexpectedly better than people thought. Texas Tech's been about what I thought they'd be. They can be offensively very good at times. Different team maybe at home. I don't know. I kind of like Kansas. They ran the football with – I mean, they they just – they do a lot of little things well. And they did that again last week. And I know Oklahoma State's a battered football team, but Kansas just does things the right way. Texas Tech is imminently beatable. I'm going to go with Kansas in this thing. They're an underdog. I'm going to go with Kansas to beat Texas Tech. I love the way Neil ran the ball last week. I loved that. Boy, you bust out a semblance of a running game and you're playing Texas Tech on the road. That helps a lot. That helps you move a little clock, sustains drives, stays away from turnovers. That is a big, powerful thing for Kansas if they can run the football, and we'll see what that looks like. That's another 6 o'clock kickoff on Saturday night. Saturday morning, it's the Missouri Tigers at Tennessee. I don't have a lot of hope for Missouri to win this game for two reasons. Two reasons. One, they're not really good at winning games. They're good at playing very well and having a chance to win games, but they're not really good at winning them. Whether they have the lead, somehow they don't hold it, Georgia, Kentucky come to mind at home. 
And when they're behind, they just don't quite have enough to come back and get that lead and win the game. But I don't really see a blowout here. Tennessee didn't look very good last week. We expect them to bounce back and be better. And I get it. They've got a high-flying offense. But what has Missouri done? doesn't matter who they've played this year. Their defense, Kansas State was the exception. It was a weird day. It was early in the season. I'll, I'll, scra- I'll look at the Kansas State game for Missouri as the outlier. Okay, that was an outlier. And, yeah, Tennessee's got a great offense, but Missouri's defense has kept them in every game. And I think they do it again here. This is a big spread, 21 points. I don't think Missouri loses by 21. I think they keep Tennessee down, but they're going to have to score points to have a chance. I could see them covering the spread here, you know, but losing 31-13, and you never really feel like it's a game. And keeping keeping Tennessee to 31, I think you take that. But Missouri's got to find a way to score some points to have a chance to win. I just don't see them doing it. They haven't been that great at it. KKHI is brought to you by Cross Kitchens KC, online at crosskitchenskc.com, your top remodeler. If you're a conservative, you're a homeowner, and you love where you live, you just want to spruce it up a little bit, Tim Cross and his craftsmen can do this for you. He's had the same team of craftsmen working for him for years. He pays them first before he pays himself. That's how he started his business. It's likely how you started your business. It's a great young family. These guys are terrific at what they do. CrossKitchensKC.com. Advantage, termite and pest control, online at AdvantageTPC.com. Don't trust your home to anyone else. Get rid of those critters. Get rid of those bugs. Get a a year-round program with Advantage, termite, and pest control, and you just won't see anything. That's the best. The the way to do it isn't to wait until you see a mouse and call Advantage and say, oh, my God, I got a mouse. Get on the annual program, and you don't see mice. You don't see anything. Residential and commercial, they are thorough, they are professional, They are on time, and they're amazing. It's the only pest control company I've ever used. Advantage Termite and Pest Control, online at AdvantageTPC.com. And, of course, my buddy Dr. Jeremy over at Fry Orthodontics, where your smile is just a start. Very excited to have Abby and her boyfriend coming over for Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell her Dr. Jeremy says hi. He's always texting me. How's Abby doing? Abby's doing great. She's doing great. She travels a lot. She travels more than her dad because somehow her dad... At my age, it works more than she does. I can't figure that out. I think it's a generational thing, maybe, but she works hard when she works. They get a lot of PTO. These young people get a lot of PTO, right? Personal time off, she's used it. They've been to Europe. She went to Athens last week for a football game. They went to California. That's good. That's good to be in your 20s these days. What she does is very specialized, and her job is in demand. There ain't much you can do to people like Abby, Okay. You just can't because there's there's a shortage of people doing what she does. And I think these young people have figured out if I do something that's pretty specialized, I could probably go start my own business and make more money, but the quality of life is really good. That's where it's all at. Everywhere she goes, she takes a perfect smile with her. From Dr. Jeremy and his team at fryorthodontics.com. Two pick-me-ups before we bring in Lee Sterling. Here we go. Giselle Bungeon. Giselle Bungeon bought a $12 million home in Miami which is not that interesting of a story until you learn that the home is right across the street from Tom Brady's mansion. I love this story. I love this story. And I think this happens way more than is ever reported or talked about in America. You know, good news doesn't get talked about a lot. I think there's a lot of amicable divorces where the spouses take good care of the kids. They live close to one another It's a joint thing. It just isn't working for mom and dad anymore. 
we're going to part. We're going to be parents together. We'll in many ways be friends. You do your thing. I'll do mine. I'm not saying that's the greatest thing for our American culture. I'm just saying it's great when you see it. If they're not going to be divorced, what good's it do to her go live in Brazil and him to live in Florida and try to parent that way? That sounds awful. Their kids are a little older too. They're not little babies. So I think they're all teenagers or in their teens now. That's pretty cool. She just, I mean, here's what I didn't see in the story. Was it for sale? Or was it a $6 million house that they just knocked on the door and said, we want this, we'll pay you double. (laughs) I don't know. I know this. I want to be the person that sold the house to Giselle. That's a good hit because it probably wasn't worth $12 million, no matter what. But it is right across the street from Tom's Mansion, which is on the water in Miami. So his is worth multiples of that. His house has got to be worth four times that. So good for her. That says they're going to be close together. The kids can go across the street. I like that. The other good news that I'm going to enjoy this weekend is two shows that are not sports. They're not news. And we don't have many of these. So you can trust the Keatsmans to be selective in what they're watching. And send me all your suggestions. But we don't watch a lot of these. But we will this weekend. Tulsa King debuts with Sylvester Stallone. It's 10 episodes. It looks very interesting. It was originally supposed to be Kansas City. We blew that. They filmed the whole thing in Tulsa. And it's an interesting story of a mobster from New York that gets out of jail after serving his time and thinks he's going to get a cushy position with the mob. And his job is to go to Tulsa and start up a family business there. And there are no Italians in Tulsa. And so he recruits this this strange group of people to be his mobsters for him. I think the concept just sounds phenomenal. It looks great. Stallone's a good conservative Long time, he and Schwarzenegger, good good Hollywood conservatives, who's just been terrific, made great movies throughout his entire life. He's never done television. I saw an interview that he did this week, and he just he's, seems like a really nice guy. He loves this project. It's an interesting role for him. Tulsa King, it's on Paramount+. Plus, So you'll need that uh, $9 subscription or whatever for that. Yellowstone, the new season starts Sunday night. This is on Paramount, the channel, which is part of cable or satellite or whatever, It's not streaming. It's an actual television channel. This is Kevin Costner and company, and we set our clocks by. Unless the Chiefs are playing on a Sunday night, we watch Yellowstone. It goes to commercial break, and when it does, we check out the football score. But we watch Yellowstone. We will be immersed in this on Sunday night like you can't believe. It is by far the best television show that we have watched or seen in years and years and years. It is, it reminds you a little bit of Dallas, except it's not oil in Texas. It's ranching in Montana. And the cinematography and the beauty of this thing and the characters are unbelievable. If you haven't watched it, don't start watching it Sunday night. You probably ought to watch the first few seasons. It's not that many episodes. It's just great. You can read a synopsis or on Paramount Channel, they'll be running all the episodes all weekend long leading up to the debut of this season. You don't have to watch them all. You can catch a few here and there, and you can just kind of catch an idea of who... There's no real storyline you have to know going in. You just don't have to know who the characters are. Kevin Costner's John Dutton. He runs a ranch. He's got a couple of boys, one good, one bad. He's got a daughter that is the craziest, wildest character anywhere in Hollywood. It's insane. And so that's where it all just kind of sets out. It's really, really, really good stuff. Yellowstone, new season, 7 o'clock Sunday night, Paramount Channel. 
All right, Lee Sterling's our guy. It is time for the picks. We're going to go over the Chiefs, KU, K-State, Missouri, the whole deal. He's at ParamountSports.com, and he's offering five plays on Sunday for just $55. He's going to tell you who he thinks is going to win, but more importantly, by how many on KKHI. Hit it! The KK Has Issues Conversation is presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. Shop, click, drive at RobertsRobinson.com. We say hello to Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com, where November continues. The man was 7-0-2 last week, except for his college game of the year. So his, ma- his massive four big plays this year, he's 3-1 and one on those. Lost by a half point last week, but hit everything else over the weekend. So life's pretty good at ParamountSports.com. Hello, Lee. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm real good. Yeah, it was almost the perfect weekend, uh, almost perfection. Half a point away, but uh, it happens sometimes. Sometimes you got the right side. You outstat the, the team by almost three to one. Uh, you have all the bad calls go against you, and you still almost win. So one of those things that happens, and that's why no one wins ninety to one hundred percent of the time. Right. If you did, if you could do that, we'd all just retire. That's all you'd do is hit ninety percent of the darn games. That'd be that. So <laughs> I wrote. Oh, down- there's some there's some guys out there. I, I'm sure you've seen the ads. Oh, we're fifty eight and two. I mean, I mean, come on. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. Um. So I wrote down here. You have a. You still have the November special going, but you also got a five for fifty five and a seven for seventy seven. We'll get to those in a moment. When I wrote down on my piece of paper to get ready to do this uh, podcast, Lee. I wasn't sure how to spell Dovember. I put D-O-U-G-H, and that's wrong. It's just capital D-O-Vember, isn't it? Um, I spell it the way you you were going to spell it the first time. With so, Do, like D-O-U-G-H. You can, you can spell it whatever way you want, I think. I'm trying here on a piece of paper, and if I if I write it D-O-V-E-M-B-R, it almost looks like Dovember. <laughs> yeah. Because I see the word Dove. That's no good. I need dough in there. Dovember. I don't think it's a real word. No, of course not. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. You, you've invented yeah. the term, Lee. This is your word. I, 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 I spell it with a D-O-U-G-H. Okay. That's all That's I need to know. Because yeah. this is your yeah. word. Like, you could copyright this or patent it or get it in the dictionary right. or something, couldn't you? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know, f- football you know, coaches. We, I just like to have fun with it. Sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, all I will tell you, though, is when you type in November onto Google or YouTube, a lot of stuff comes up. So I'm not sure I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I get worried well, about what. Well, it depends if you like if you like donuts. A lot, it's just all oh, about donuts. So no, that's okay. yeah, if you I like thought, donuts. I maybe there was some pies a lot there of for stuff Thanksgiving or something. I wasn't really sure how that works, but right. that's okay. Right. All right, so November, the rest of all this through the end of the month is 197 and then you have some right. dip your toe in the water specials this weekend. Yeah, so the best value is November. I mean, you're going to get, you know, a total of 20 days for just $197. So that comes out to less than $10 a day. You want to try us out. And a lot of people, you know, aren't ready to commit for a month or a season. Okay. Um, they have missed out on 11 out of 13 winning weeks, but you want to try a day this Saturday? Seven selections, $77. As soon as you purchase it, window pops open, all seven games. Or in the NFL where we have not had a losing Sunday, five selections, $55, ParamountSports.com. All right, those are all fantastic, ParamountSports.com. And later, 
We'll give the number to call Lee if you'd like to get his game of the week with Buffalo and Minnesota. We'll get to that one a little bit later on. Before we get to the picks, I just want to ask you kind of generically. You're sitting right there in Miami. This Dolphins offense is incredible. The Chiefs offense is incredible. For the most part, the Bills offense has been incredible. They've struggled a little bit of late, and now Josh Allen has a little bit of an elbow injury. I think Cincinnati, they had a big week last week offensively. How do you view, because we got to get out of our bubble here in, in the Kansas City area. Mm-hmm. How do you see the AFC playing out? This is wild. These offenses and these quarterbacks are unbelievable. Right. How do you see the AFC? Okay, so remember this. Things can change in a moment. So, you know, if Josh Allen goes down, they're not, they're not going to the Super Bowl. It's not happening. I think they're going to be smart and rest him. I think it's Kansas City and Buffalo, two best teams. You know, on a given day, you know, it could be one team or the other, depending on health. And then, you know, maybe Baltimore, who's getting healthier. They made the, the, the great acquisition of the inside linebacker, Rokon Smith. So he's really good. I don't see – I think Cincinnati just had finally had one good game. Um, so maybe it's then after that Miami. The Jets, I love their draft, and I love their – off-season acquisitions, I think their defense, they're probably a year or two away and need a quarterback. Tennessee doesn't impress me. I don't think Tennessee can go the distance. And, you know, the Chargers always have all that talent. You just can't put it together or they're injured. So, you know, look like there's maybe eight, nine, ten teams in the mix. It looks like at least now there's only really maybe four or five that have a shot. You know, I feel like after this off-season, where everybody in America sort of, we talked about over and over and over and agreed, oh, the AFC West is going to be the toughest division in the history of football. This is unbelievable. This is incredible. Right. And to me, it's the AFC East. And I'm not, you know, the NFC East is good mm-hmm. too, but I think top to bottom, right. the AFC East is the wild division at this point because anybody can beat anybody. It looks like they're all good teams. They're all well coached. They can all do yeah. things to each other to beat each other. How did we get this so wrong? And should we all just shut up in the off season and just wait until the games are played? Well, what happens is a lot of people just look at talent and they look at names. You know, we saw Russell Wilson. There were signs, if you watched him even two years ago, that he was not the same guy. Uh, and, the, and the Raiders coaching, you know, coaching and, you know, it's, it's also about, I think, character. I mean, look at the character guys. They've had to get rid of guys, bad, bad apples. They've had guys get arrested. Um, that continues to happen. They might have picked the wrong coach there, so uh, wrong system. But uh, believe it or not, Jacksonville's going to be good, and we're going to talk about that game. Jacksonville's going to be a competitor next year. I mean, they got talent. Look at Travis Etienne, the running back. He's he's one of the top, when he's healthy, top five, top eight running backs in the NFL. Finally, he's healthy. So um, it's going to be fun. I mean, there's some. look at the teams that are bad. I mean, except for Houston. I mean, there's teams that literally in one year uh, with the right coach, the Raiders could be good. Uh, Pittsburgh, they've got a young quarterback. Cleveland's going to have, you know, they're going to have uh, a quarterback finally, <laughs> you know, who's coming off the suspension. Mm. And uh, the Jets are finally good. It's The conference is really good. It's hard. To bottom. I can't believe yeah. the, the AFC East. I'm not sure I ever remember a division where, where there were, where every team in the division, the coach yeah. knew their team so well and played to their right. own strengths. It, it's every single yep. team has its own identity and the coach seems to be yep. in complete control of what their team is. Yeah. Um, uh, you hit it. And, 
Am I? Yeah, class? even the Jets. I mean, oh, I know. Yeah, I mean the Jets. The guy knows exactly what his football team is. He knows exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bel- Belichick. I mean, they run the ball. Yes. It's all about ball control, not turning the ball over. Uh, Miami. You know, now uh, you know they've opened it up. Crazy. Who yeah, has the best passer rating in the NFL right it's now? Unbelievable. And and they were thinking about getting rid of the guy. Yep. So the, Alex Smith's last year in Kansas City, and then Patrick Mahomes' first year as a starter. Mm-hmm. That's who the Dolphins remind me of. It's just up and down the field, up and down the field, up and down the field, but they don't really stop anybody. And, and you know, right. so every game you're kind of hanging on, but you know they're scoring in the 30s. They're fun to watch. I, I Behind the Chiefs right now, my favorite team to watch is the Dolphins. They're just a blast. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. And, and Miami's going to get better on defense. I mean, they have a couple guys, like Byron Jones. I mean, he's been out for the whole year at all-season search. He could be back in the next three or four weeks. Um, they were down two weeks ago. They were down to... <laughs> Believe it or not, get this, their best cornerback, uh, Howard, and they were without their second, third, fourth, and fifth best cornerbacks. They were down to number six and seven. Well, I'm not so. ruling out somebody else wins the division other than Buffalo. I know everybody's written it down. The oh, it could happen. It could happen. They've already lost two games in the division, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it absolutely yeah. can happen. So I think yeah. it's fascinating to watch that. All right, let's do some picks. Now, remember, the games we pick here are the games of interest for the podcast. These may or may not be part of his service. Most likely, most of these games will not be part of Lee's service. So just take it for what it is. We're going to talk about our games, see what Lee thinks, and what he would do if he were playing the game. And we start with the Missouri Tigers, who, once again, another hard luck loss. They need a couple more to become bowl eligible. They could get in, I guess, at 5-7. and seven, But 6-6, uh, six and six, they need a couple more wins. They are not getting it against Tennessee this week. This one looks like a very tough assignment. What do you think? It is, but I think they're going to be motivated. You know, they lost last year. They gave up, I mean, it, it was crazy. I think it was over 500, maybe 480, something like that, rushing yards. Tennessee ran all over them. It could have been 600 if they wanted to. They lost at home. Missouri did 62 to 24. It was embarrassing. That was the low point of the team. Uh, last year's defense was rated 120th. This year, you talk about improvement all the way up to number 16. So uh, I think they're going to follow the the Georgia game plan, and that is put pressure on Hooker. And what happened, uh, you know, last week, we saw that that Tennessee can not only be slowed down, they can pretty much be stopped with a decent defense. So they'll follow that game plan here. They've been in every single SEC game from start to finish. They've not given up more than 26 points in an SEC game. And that was to Georgia. So now they're getting three touchdowns. I'll take it. Tennessee wins 38-24, but Missouri covers. All right, the Kansas Jayhawks looked really good, especially on the ground. With Devin Neal was amazing last week for the Jayhawks yeah. against Oklahoma State, a team that's just battered and bruised right now. Texas Tech is the opponent. The Red Raiders are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Kansas is bowl eligible, first time since 2008. Uh <laughs> But look at who they played the last two weeks. An Oklahoma State team that's fallen apart, had no quarterback, and, um, you know, that was that was the perfect recipe uh, to get healthy. So uh, I just think that Texas Tech's one of these teams that when you think that they're good, they fall flat on their face over and over again. You think they got no chance, doesn't look good, they play their best. They'll play their best here. I like Tech 35-27. Kansas State's at Baylor. The Wildcats flushed their season down the drain last week unless they can win at Baylor. But if they play the wrong quarterback again, I will argue they have no chance of winning this game if Adrian Martinez starts. We don't know what's going to happen. 
this can't be part of your service because we don't know who's playing quarterback. It's a joke what K-State did last week. But anyway, they're at Baylor. What do you think? I agree with you. Um, It's not part of my service. It was a joke. How do you not start a quarterback who beat a team 48 nothing, and the week before has his team up 28 to 10? I I don't get it at all. So uh, they gift-wrapped that game. Yeah, they came back and they made it competitive here. Uh, But, you know, frustrated. I think the kids deserve better. Uh, Usually, I don't second-guess the Kansas State coaches. One of the rare times. Now, they got to face a Kansas uh, a team here in Baylor, huge offensive line. And I think sometimes it's a game of matchups, not just how good a team is. You know, you look at the playmakers, look at the offensive line. I think that offensive line is going to be able to control the front seven of Kansas State here. And um, Kansas State's going to have to score inside the 20, only a 50% TD rate in the red zone. They break off a lot of long plays. But once that, that – that field shrinks. It's been a little tougher for him here. So uh, I like Baylor. Should be a good game, though, 28-24. All right, TCU's still undefeated. They're a seven-point underdog against Texas. We know what Texas A game is. It's really good, but they don't play it for a whole game. They played well in the first half last week and not very well at all in the second half against Kansas State. Seven-point line here for Texas over TCU. Were you surprised when this line came out, yes. where it came out? Yeah, sure What do you think it was going to be? Well, I just think TCU's going to play with them. So I thought the line was going to come out three, three and a half, yep. came out seven. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at injuries, nothing. I, I just think this is a great setup for TCU. Texas had the perfect setup last week. They came in off a bye, so they were able to game plan. They were as healthy as they've been in a while. They get Adrian Martinez instead of Will Howard. Both these teams are balanced. Texas, 203 rushing yards, 265 passing yards. TCU is even better. Top 16 in both. 219 rushing yards per game. 286 through the air here. And as you talk about play calling in the second half, uh, what has Texas done? They've been outscored 38-6 to in the second half the last two games here. That's atrocious. Uh, meanwhile, TCU, they get stronger. I mean, fourth quarter, they've outscored the last four opponents 55-14. to Cool hand Luke McDougan, incredible here. And they also... Have owned Texas six and two against the spread the last eight times these two teams have squared off. I'll say Texas wins maybe forty two thirty eight. I'll take the seven and TCU. I think if he goes down to the wire. They might even win it outright. Could be a wild one. All right, in the NFL Jacksonville comes yep. to Kansas City. Andy Reid facing another one of his former assistant coaches in Doug Peterson. There are there have been ten of them. Ten of them. Uh, <laughs> ten Andy Reid assistants become head coaches. He has a losing record to only one. That is Leslie Frazier. He's 0-1 against Leslie <laughs> Frazier, but he's got a winning record. Didn't against, know that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. he's just been amazing against his assistants. Uh, the Chiefs are a 9.5-point favorite, though. They just haven't looked like the kind of team that's going to beat the living heck out of people, at least not at home. No. But here's something might be in the matchup here. So Jacksonville, um, five games ago, Matt Ryan, his <laughs> only shining moment of the season he took the defense apart of Jacksonville. Then Jacksonville gets to face the Giants, no passing attack. Broncos, we know what they are this year on offense. And the Raiders were up 17 nothing. And then Josh McDaniels just absolutely stopped pushing the ball down the field and let that lead slip away. So I'm not worried about the Chiefs' defense. They were only on the field for 48 plays here. 
I think it might be a seven, ten point game midway through the third quarter, early fourth. And that's where Trevor Lawrence, uh, even though he has been improved, cutting down on his turnovers, that's where he might throw that big interception or pick six here. Travis Etienne, I was telling you, I mean, incredible. I think the guy is a superstar running and catching the ball. He's got three receivers that are good. I think that they're putting talent together. I just think that they're a year away. It'll be tight for a while. Then Kansas City pulls away, 37-20. All right, the game of the week is Buffalo, Minnesota. The Bills are a four-point favorite, and if you want to get this one free, you can call Lee Sterling right now at 800-400-9741. He's got something he likes here between a couple of – boy, there's a lot on the line. These are good teams. It doesn't seem like Minnesota's a Super Bowl team, but this could be a Super Bowl preview right here, the Bills and the Vikings. What do you think? Could be. Could be. I mean, uh, NFC's wide open, but you want to get this game for free – Buffalo, Minnesota, call 800-400-9741. Give you the game for free. 800-400-9741. The game's on me. Like I said, you want to hop on board. Uh, November, you got 20 days of action, $197. Works out to less than $10 a day. That's my phone service. Remember, this game is every single day of the week now with Maxion going on on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then you want to try us out for college, seven selections, $77. Five in the NFL where we've not had a losing NFL Sunday yet this year. Just $55. Everything's up and available. ParamountSports.com. Lee, thank you so much as always. Let's have a winning weekend, brother. Sounds good. See you, Kevin. All right. Here's Lee Sterling. ParamountSports.com. There you go. A couple of ways to get in this week. If you want to get five for 55 in the NFL or seven for 77 in college, you can do it. Or the rest of November for 197 log on to ParamountSports.com. Or just call him at 800 800- 400-9741 and get Buffalo and Minnesota absolutely free. Lee Sterling's appearance on KKHI is brought to you by NKC Dental. NKC Dental can be reached by calling 816-471-2911. NKCDental.com. Dr. Bill Bush is your new dentist. Make that appointment. Just go in for a checkup. See if you like it. You're going to love it. He has expanded his offices. It's a, it's really a beautiful spot he's got. Just there in Old Northtown, right across the river, a uh, big, beautiful building, shiny new stuff. He's really, really, really good. He's also got an office in Westwood, Kansas. If that's more convenient for you, if you live or work near the plaza, he's the team dentist for Chiefs players, nkcdental.com. Window World, simply the best for less, the official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs. Free analysis and estimate for anyone, really. 0% financing is available. Doors, siding, windows, lifetime warranty, American-made products, J.D. Power & Associates Award again this year for customer satisfaction. I don't know what else there is. Crazy low prices, excellent products. J.D. Power & Associates Award for customer service, 816-799-0820. For Window World, simply the best for less, online at windowskansascity.com. And, of course, my friends at the Finch Knife Company, online at finchknifeco.com. Holiday season, a great time. To consider buying a pocket knife for your buddy, your dad, your brother, your friend. These are wonderful gift ideas this holiday season. You can see the entire collection online at finchknifeco.com or visit Shields in Overland Park. They're right there in the store. Same thing at the Bullet Hole in Mission. Love our friends over at Finch Knife Co. Big weekend of football. You are set and ready to go. Don't forget about the weekend edition of KKHI. Spencer will be along with that. And that's brought to you by Cornerstone Property Management. And Earth Effects Outdoor, we appreciate their sponsorships on the weekend. These are great guys. I spent some time with uh, GW from Cornerstone Property Management last week. They live in Eudora, and he's basically buying all these 
old historic buildings and churches. And his, he, his main business is property management, but his passion also is projects, buying things, developing them. The man is like on a one-man mission to reinvigorate, would be the say, not really renovate, reinvigorate Eudora. It's one of the coolest things ever. I would invite anyone to visit Eudora sometime this fall on a Saturday, go into Zeb's Coffee House. His lovely wife runs the coffee house. They renovated that historic building. It's right there in the main drag with all the downtowns. Zeb's Coffee House is awesome. It's a great throwback. They got wonderful coffee. These are great people. Cornerstone Property Management, just think Eudora. They're really, their passion is Eudora. And he grew up there and he, he just he just wants to re-revise, revive it. He just wants to bring everything back great in Eudora. And I've got so much respect for them. They're great. If you have a property you'd like to have rented, uh, GW and his team at Cornerstone can do that for you. Cornerstone Property Management. They're the real deal, man. And he, he knows the biz. I'm telling you, inside and out. This guy is a really, really smart guy. So uh, check them out. Feel free anytime to give them a holler or, you know, say, hey, listen, I'm tired of trying to collect rent or, or find the right people, tenants for me. Just log on to their website. It's homewithcornerstone.com. And if you're setting up your landscaping for next year, consider Earth Effects Outdoor. Anywhere in the Kansas City metro area, log on to eeoutdoor.com and see what they're all about. Daniel Hanks and his team do a great job with hardscapes, water features, they love to build outdoor bars, fire pits, things like that. They also have a regular landscape service. If you'd like to do that as well, eeoutdoor.com. They're awesome, man. They're sponsoring Spencer's podcast on the weekend, and that's a pretty cool deal. Greatly appreciate that. We wish you a very, very good weekend, and we'll do it all over again on Monday. We'll have Stan Weber in to talk a little Chiefs Jaguars on our football feast on Monday, and, of course, election news as it happens as the week continues. As election year continues right here at Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. (laughs) 